0: To On the Block with Stricken Bark on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com.
1: Thanks for joining us this uh, Wednesday afternoon. I'm Jake Bokovan. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. And this is On the Block. We're continuing our conversation. A lot to get to today as uh, Sam Darnold doesn't look like he's going to start with the Panthers anymore. I don't know if that he was going to either way. But Maker Bayfield uh, now traded over there. Um, the other big story kind of going on... Um, Bleeding over from yesterday was Chet Holmgren, the number two pick, obviously, from Gonzaga, now playing with OKC in their summer league. He had quite an impressive debut the other night. So, um, But despite that, not everybody in the NBA is still sold on him. And you, you would think, you would hope that it would take, if you were doubting him, more than one game to uh, disprove uh, your, your beliefs there. Uh, but Chet Holmgren last night hit four three-pointers on his way to 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and six blocks in just 24 minutes as uh, the Utah Jazz went on to, uh, or excuse me, the Thunder went on to be- defeat the Utah Jazz in Summer League 98-77. to Josh Giddy, by the way, is going to be uh, kind of a fun pairing there with him. Had 14 points and 11 assists in that game. But uh, from what, did, I don't know how much of it you got to watch, but obviously you've watched Chet Holmgren kind of play at Gonzaga as well. Um, do you feel like I, I don't know if I ever asked you? Did you feel like he would be the the number one pick? Uh, it kind of was a surprise. It was Ball, Paulo Banchero to some. Would you would, would you think with him that he's got the the highest ceiling, or, or what do you What do you kind of think of Chet Holmgren so far? I,
0: I I thought he had probably the highest upside. I thought that if Orlando was going to look to have a generational type of unicorn player potentially I thought he probably had the the most upside in that in that space you know yeah. what I, mean? um, I really don't I, one of the two of them got him so that's that's good you know because they're not gonna most most of them Orlando maybe more of a chance than definitely Oklahoma City but Oklahoma City landing him and being able to have that type of potential in their in in in, in their house in their wheelhouse mm-hmm. for for a long term is solid. Uh, Giddy also is is a tremendous player. That's that's a that's a, one of them steel type of players. You know, with his skill set and what he does. I think Orlando was going with more ready, more now, more body. Um, the way the reason why I say Chet Holmgren will poss- possibly have success initially, but will also struggle, is because they're not going to know what to do with him against like he's gonna he's gonna have success on the offensive side, but mm-hmm. he's gonna struggle against like a Joel Embiid.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Defensively, he's
0: gonna struggle against a Nikola Jokic. He's gonna probably work them over, but see, you can switch guys.
1: Onto him, yeah.
0: And put somebody else elsewhere. So that's the yeah. thing, right? They're going to have somebody that can handle him. They'll probably end up putting somebody a little bit smaller because why? Take me to the post, young fella. You're not going to get here. If the, if the league is letting you play more physical, you, you're you not getting that. That's what I used to do with Dirk. I mean, Dirk was very frail like him early on, bigger but frailer. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirk would try to post me up on switches, and I'd be like, you're not getting anywhere near this 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 post, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if that's the case, then that's where he's going to struggle and he's going to have trouble because he's not going to – it was very similar to when I had to guard Tim Duncan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Duncan, he, that's, that's what Chet reminds me of, not as player style, but the mismatch that he can cause for you. Because Tim Duncan on a center, he kills him. Because he's so crafty, he's got both hands, he can put the ball on the floor, he's got great fundamentals and footwork. Kills a center. Most power forwards, most power forwards had trouble with him because he was a little bit quicker than him, probably a little bit stronger, beat him down, and drop hooks on him. But it was trouble with me because... I wasn't going to – I was going to muscle up. Mm -hmm. You're not going to put it on the ground because – Yeah, that's dangerous. I'm I'm getting that. So I forced him a lot into those bank shots, just highly challenged. Right. And then just boxed him out. He's
1: obviously got the height advantage. Yeah, so he's got the shot.
0: So he's going to be able to shoot the same bank shot that he would beat bigger players with, Mm -hmm. but it's just going to be challenged. But that works in my percentage favor, right? It's different than you jabbing somebody – jabbing them and they you know they're backing off to make you know keep you from getting into the paint and he just shoots a practice jump bank shot as opposed to me being up under him and you're trying to jab me off and i'm not moving and then you try you can't jab me off so then you try to back me down and you know you get fur enough i might get some help so it's like it made it difficult that's what Chet Holmgren reminds me of. He's going to be trouble for bigger guys. But when he plays Golden State, he's going to have trouble against Draymond Green. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Draymond's going to be physical with him. He's going to put body on him. He's not going to be able to go by him. He's going to be able to handle, but Draymond's got them, you know. So there's going to be guys like that out there that's going to cause him problems. But there's, there's, there's others that are going to be great opportunities for him to shine. So you'll probably see him on a roller coaster ride. A little bit. Box. He's certainly
1: like a long-term developmental yeah, guy, not you're necessarily see him on a roller coaster ride. Right. If you're Orlando and you're thinking we want Rookie of the Year, Paulo Benchero might be more he of might a be candidate. More ready. But because if you're thinking body-wise. about long-term. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And Paulo's, you know, it's it's no disrespect. I mean, obviously, he's the number one pick overall. Paulo is like a six ten guy. That's not like you know at modern day age. Like we we kind of force some six ten guys to be fours. He's not. He's not like forced into it. He yeah. looks like. He, like, plays like he's 6'8", basically, yeah. but he's just got a little extra height. So, I, I like his upside, but Chet Holmgren... He has a ceiling upside to me, though. Yeah. Paolo, right, uh, yeah. Certain, he has a ceiling yeah. upside.
0: He still has got room to grow because I think... I think He's not a unicorn, though. Yeah, he, I don't think he's a unicorn either. Um, but, Bach, I think that Chet Holmgren, the skill set that he has, that's what they're going to be trying to develop in Paulo. Like, he has some forms of skills with the, the handling and the being able to take you with good counters. Can shoot, you know, not with the same consistency that Chet can. But yeah. He can shoot it. They're going to try to develop him into what Chet is. And they feel that that workability is going to make them more ready because he's going to be able to handle himself in a strong you know, Eastern Conference with some big bodies over there.
1: I can't wait to see. You know, I like when they go back and do the redraft. This is going to be such an interesting one down the line because I think there's a lot of potential in there. I like the Keegan Murray's and the Jaden Ivies and some of the other guys that were up there in the top ten, too. Of course, that we got to know uh, watching Big Ten basketball. But I think, I mean, I, I can't argue with the top two there because I think they do have the the highest ceilings. In, um Apollo, like you said, maybe more NBA ready. But um, the, what you can't teach, and they always say you can't teach height. And that's why the comparisons are there to Dirk because uh, Chet's not doesn't have the athleticism or the dribbling ability at this point. Maybe that's going to be part of his developmental to just kind of get around you. And that's what some people were saying. Despite a great debut, he took a lot of threes because he noticed he wasn't getting around people. And it's mm-hmm. not like he's playing an NBA team. This is a, a summer mm-hmm. league team uh, with only one guy on it that was drafted, mostly an undrafted uh, summer league team. And so, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's got a lot of development developing to do, but... He's, there's just not a whole lot of the guys in the league that just can get their shot. And, you know, it's kind of been the Dirk, the Kevin Durant, that guys with that type of athleticism that just can shoot right over you. Mm-hmm. That could be what Chet is next. You, you wonder, you, you, hesitate to say, you know, cause those guys, um, got to such heights, you know, there's like we said to the top, you know, probably 50 players in the league of all time, maybe a lot higher than that probably. Um, but, uh, you know, this is he's just a baby. That's part of it. Right. But a lot of people are worried he might not grow into his body. Right. Big men have uh, knee issues to begin with. You know, you know so you always kind of worry about putting weight on guys, but he needs to put on weight. He's like, he makes uh, guys that came in the league skinny. Uh, he's like the the skinniest NBA player of all time. It looks I, like. I mean, right up agree. there with Manute Bolt, maybe. I would have to agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: One of the dilemmas that you have in drafting a, a unicorn type of Chet Holmgren is you're envisioning a Dirk type. He's actually got more handle skill than Dirk, but you're envisioning Dirk, a Dirk with a mixture of KD in it, Mm -hmm. right? You're envisioning that, but then you may end up with Porzingis. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where Porzingis is a tremendous talent, but once things and scouting reports and maybe injuries and certain things catch up with you, you just kind of become – A solid player. Yeah,
1: and there's nothing wrong with averaging 20 in the league like Porzingis does. But it's you know when you compare to Dirk and KD, like you're saying. Do you feel like that's kind of the, I mean, you don't want to say that's the floor because obviously guys could just stunt their development and never get quite to where they want to be. But do you feel like he's going to be just cause that height, um, you could talk about getting you know pushed down low, but the game's more spread out now. He's always going to be kind of somewhat of a rim protector just because of his length. Yeah. I, I, I see a very low possibility of Chet not playing in the league like seven years from now.
0: Oh no. I, I, I see him having a good long career. Yeah. Regardless because, of whether he's a role player or a he star won't get heavier. He yeah, will get heavier. I, I would, I would love to see a Luka Doncic transf, transfer some of his weight to Chet. <laughs> there Holmgren you go. Yeah, then make Luka a little bit more <laughs> elastic <laughs> in his, in his abilities. Luka's kind of heavy. Yeah, he does he from time really to time needs to work on that. But, yeah, but yeah, Chet, Chet. I think if Chet can, you know, Chet in his body also reminds me like Mikey. It's like I'm like I'm looking at myself now, and I'm like I'm not like big or heavy, heavy, but I'm like. Dang, I wish I had Mikey Moore's freaking metabolism. Yeah. Because I used to watch that dude eat, and he's slim like Chet. You know? Yeah. He, Chet's probably skinnier than him, though. But, Chet's ridiculous. skinny. But <laughs> I could watch this dude eat two pizzas and, you know, then later go eat Amigos and yeah. eat a couple. I'm like, bro, like, where is it going? You know what I'm saying? And he never would get bigger. I was yeah. like. I was like, man, shoot, I wish I had that kind of metabolism. There are all
1: those few people that it's like no matter what they eat, no they can't gain what. weight.
0: It's crazy. And that could
1: be Chet. Yeah, it could be. Could be. You never know. Because you are the Slim Reaper. <laughs> yeah. He, he never gain weight. Yeah. I like to, yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see. I can't wait uh, to watch their careers play out. And for Oklahoma City, by the way, they got all those future draft picks. If he does kind of hit, Josh Giddey's well on his way. SJA, uh, uh, Gregus Alexander, they've got something brewing down there.
0: Yeah, they got some work. I mean, they, they did a good job of accumulation. Yeah. I say that.
1: You know, they had to do it, and they did it. That's yeah. what they do well. Too bad Roby's not down there anymore. He's off ah, to San yeah, Antonio. San Antonio. At least it's, I, I noticed he's getting a little ticker action today. People are noticing that pickup, so I like to see that. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, it's your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Give us a call right now, 402-464-5685. Shootout with Strick is next.